Okay, we are on Lama Bez, we're in the Mishnah. We are by the, the first word in line is Shisha, Shisha Shvatim. Are we, are we doing back from last night again? We should do it. Okay, we started, we, how far do we get last today? Where do we start from yesterday? Anybody remember? We started from Mikro Bikurim Ketzad. Okay, let's do this. Mikro Bikurim Ketzad. How do you know that the calling out of Bikurim is done in Hebrew? The Pasuk says, and you will call out and you will say, before Hashem your God, and elsewhere, Huaymer it says, Va'anu, and they called out Halavi and the Levim, the Levites, Va'amran they said, right? By the story by Hagrizman Harevel, it says the same language that they called out. Ma, what do we find in Halan? Elsewhere, Balashna Kaidish, it has to be in Hebrew, Afkan, so too. Here, Balashna Kaidish, it had to be in Lashon HaKaidish in Hebrew. Okay, that's how we know Mikrabikur. Chalitza Kaidish, how do we know that Chalitza has to be in Hebrew? And she calls us out and she says, and elsewhere, it says, and Levim called out, and they said, what do we find over there? Okay? argues, and says, and says, and she calls out and she says, like this. Yehuda puts the comma elsewhere and he says that she has to say it like this. Say it like this means say it like I said it. Say it in Hebrew. Add until Shetolamai that she will say it, Belashon, in the language. Hazet, in this language. Next. Brachas Viklalas Ketan. How do we know that the blessings and the curses are in Hebrew? Kivan. So now the Mishnah is going to tell us the whole story. Kivan. Since Sha'avru, that they passed, Israel, the Jews, Es Hayarden, the Jordan, Ubau, and they came, El, to Hagrizim. Hagrizim, which is known as Hagrizim, Mount of Grizim, Ve'el, Har Evel, and to Har Evel, Shebet Shomron, that were in Shomron. Now, where is this? Shebet This is near Shechem, which is Shebet Eitzel, that is nearby Elone Mara, which is near Elone Mara. Now, how do we know this? How do we know that Shechem and Elone Mara are near each other? Shinemar, because it says in the Pasuk about Hagrizim and Har Evel, it says as follows Halahema, are they not? Haloi, not Hema, are they? So, are they not? Be'eva Hayarin. On the other side of the Jordan. Vigaymer means etc. The Pasuk, you can look at the bottom of your Gemara, the Pasuk says that they were near Eloi Neymer. Okay, now where is that? Ula Halan, and elsewhere, who, as in the Torah, Oymer says, Vayavor, and he passed Avram, Ba'aretz, in the land, Ad until Makim Shechem, the place of Shechem, Ad until Alon Mara, until Mara. So what do you see? Ma'ala Halan, what do we find? Ma alone mora, ha'amor, that is said, lahalon. Elsewhere, ishchem af. So too, alone mora, the alone mora ha'amor kada is said here ishchem. Okay, that's where we stop. Good. Now I do think that alone mora literally just alone is an oak tree, and mora I think means either like visible or kind of like like a either uh, just a, like like a very visible oak tree. So basically, it's not a very clear place. That's how we're using the Torah to tell us where this one is, this Alon Mora is. Okay? Now, the Mishnah now will go on to explain the whole story of what happened with the Jews going up to Hagriz and Ha'evel. And then hopefully from there we'll see that it has to be said in Hebrew. Everyone had the place? First round line is Shisha. Okay, Shisha 6, Shvatim. 
tribes, Alu, went up. They made Aliyah, Alu, Lerosh, to the top, the head of Har Grizim, Mount Grizim. Veshisha and six Shvatim, tribes, Alu, went up, Lerosh, to the mount, to the top of Har Evil, the Mount of Evil. Okay? So they divided the, the Klal into two parts. Okay? Six took one side, six took the other, and there's a valley in the middle. Vakehanim and the priests, Vakehanim, Valavim and the Levites, Vaharon and the Ark, Oimdim are standing, like Amida, right? Amida means to stand, Omdim, they are standing, Limata, down below, Limata on the bottom, Be'emtsa in between. If you want Gershon, we'll share on the WhatsApp group soon. Pictures, he was just there, you were there also. You can look online, next to Nabulus. Nabulus is a, is a plain between a valley. It's in a valley between two mountains. Har Grizim and Har Evil, known as Har Bracha nowadays. And Har Evil, right? So it's, they, the, the Aaron stood there in between the two mountains. Okay? The Hakehanim, the, the, the Kehanim, the priests. Makifin. Okay, what does Makifin mean? Yeah, exactly. Like Hakafas. Right? Yeah. Right? Or Hakafa. Hakafa is ready to go around, right? Makifin, they surrounded S. Ha'aron, the ark, Vahalavim, and the Levim, Esekehanim, the Kehanim. Um, okay, so you had the you had the Aaron over here in the middle. You had the Levim around, the Kehanim around them, the Levim around them. Okay? Okay. Now, call Yisrael, Mikan, Mikan, and the rest of the Jewish nation is on one side and the other. Now, the Jewish people at the time of this story are how many? Anybody know? Trivia question. Men. Men from the age of? 20. So, for halachic purposes in regards to Hilchas Erevin, make around, we make a soft assumption that there are around 3 million people. Okay? You mean men, women, Yes. The encampment itself is around the people. Now again, there's fluctuations obviously to those wars and this and that. But by the time they came in, it was a little more, a little less than 3 million people. So you're taking 1.5 million on one mountain, 1.5 million on the other mountain. Okay, now if you've ever been at any place around a couple hundred thousand people, right, it gets very, 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 very tight and very, very crowded. So these are decent sized mountains. They have to hold half the population on each side. I was in Meron, Alive Bahamar, there's around a couple hundred thousand people I think total, over 24 hours. It could literally just like, you're just squeezing through. It was pretty tight. Now again, 1.5 million people, whatever it is. The point is, they divide on two mountains, and now they're standing over and looking at the Aaron and the Levim and the Kahan in the middle. Okay? You got the picture? Everyone do what you got to do with it. Now, HaKahanim, we did? Fight. Bekal Yisrael Mekahanim Mekahan. Now, how do we know all this? Shenamar, for it says in the Pasuk, there's a Pasuk in Yeshua, Bekal Yisrael, and all the Jewish people, Vizkainov and its elders. Vishotrov. What are Shaitram? Police. Police, right? Good. Shotel, yeah. Vishaiftov and its judges. Okay, just just this expression, so make sure everyone got the words. Okay, good. Aimdim are standing. Mize umize. Mize umize. Here and there. Le From the Aran. Okay. Etc. Look at the Pasuk on the bottom. For more information. Now, that's the setup. Now, the process begins. Hafchu. What does Hafchu mean? Turn. Turn. Yeah, but Hapachu, right? 
We turn, right? They turn their faces. It means all the Levim, the Kahanim, and the Aaron swing one way. They turn their faces. Klape means facing, in the direction of. Ha'evel. Upaschu. And they opened. I skipped? I did skip. Wow, okay. All the hand motions. I gotta keep my finger in the place. Okay. Thank you. They turn their faces towards Ha'grizim. Upaschu bebracha. And they paschu, they open, bibracha with a blessing. Baruch ha'ish, blessed is the man. Asher that loyase does not create pesel. Okay, pesel is an engraven image, like psal lecha, chisel out for yourself. Okay, umasecha, masecha I believe is a formed image. Okay, meaning some you chisel out like out of rock. And Masecha, you actually, it's like a, like an imprinted image, like into metal, like into a mold. Okay? So 3D and 2D. No. Well, they're all 3D, I mean, because you're chiseling out something, right? Different ways to make. Different ways to make. And now again, why is that essential? Ve'elu, Yasu, sorry, Pesel Masecha. Okay. Etc. really. Now, here. I'm sorry, like this. So again, Baruch Ish, blesses the man, a share that lo Yasu does not create Pesel Masecha. Okay, the elu and these, the elu and these, meaning both Jews, both sets of Jews, oinin respond, answer, amen. Okay, they all agree to this blessing; it's a wonderful blessing. Anybody who doesn't make engraven image gets a blessing, amen. Next, hafchupaneim, they swung their faces, right? They turned their faces, klape to the direction of Harivel. The kahanim and levim and then aron, yeah, the middle. Upaschu, and they open Biklala with a curse. What's the curse? Arur Haish. Cursed is the man. Asher that Yaseh that creates Pesel Umasecha. That creates a Pesel and a Masecha. Ve'ilu, Ve'ilu. Again, both sets of Jews are in Amin. Answer Amin, right? So it means technically the ones who are on Hagris and the ones who are Yavah are not more cursed or less cursed or more blessed or less blessed. They're both saying Amen, but apparently you can understand why you look in the Rashi's over there. Each set represented Kla Yisrael in each aspect, okay? Now, but they're both answering Amen because Kla Yisrael as a whole is accepting this bris of curses versus blessings, okay? Now, Ad until Shegoyimrin that they finish, Bracha is the Klaalis, till they finish the blessings and the curses, okay? There's a lot of them, you look at the Pasuk. Many blessings and curses. They finished the whole set. One, 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 one. That's how they did it. Okay. And after that, they brought they brought the stones and they built Well, it's kind of this. Okay. And until when they did this process of the whole process. Yeah, one, one, until they finish all of them. All the blessings and curses. Okay, and after they finish the blessing and curses process, what do they do? They brought stones, very big stones, and they built the Mizbech, an altar, and they limified it with lime. Is there a better word than limified it? Oh, so Sid is lime. Sid is lime. Coated with lime, right? Saduhu, though, sounds more like 
They limified it, but okay. Too bad. Limed it. Limed it. They limed it with lime. Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, a second. Because love, and they wrote upon it. Now the Gemara is going to debate: Did they write in the lime, or did they write in the stone first and then laminate it, like he said? Okay. But the point is, they wrote in the stone which had lime on it. For now. Okay. Because love, they wrote on it as called all divrei hatayra, the whole tayra. Now this is going to be debated amongst the Mefarshim and Tanakh. You look around. They write the whole tayra. They wrote dvarim. They wrote only the blessings and the curses. Hopefully the Gemara will talk about it more. If not, we'll have to see the Mefarshim Tanakh. Misha says he wrote the whole Torah. That's what the Pasuk says. Okay, what that means, the whole Torah, that's debated in the Mefarshim. Okay? Because of love, and they wrote upon these stones, it's called Divrat Torah, the whole Torah, Beshivim Lashin, in 70 languages. Okay, in Chazal, in the Torah, we always refer to the 70 primary languages. I have not spoken to anybody who knows languages well enough. If there's any traceable... Is there anything? Is there any like seventy core languages? I know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, well, let's, let's just finish the Mishnah. We're almost. We're literally. We have one on the line, and then we'll get back to that. Okay. But the point is, they wrote in all seventy languages. Okay. Shenemar, for it says in the pasuk, Ba'er Heitiv. Ba'er means explained. Heitiv well, means that this Torah that we're writing down here was explained well. Means anyone can get it, whether he is African or whatever it is. Point is, he can he can know what this Torah says because it's written in his language. Okay, even Natalu, and they took. And they took. They took the stones. And they came, the Lanu, and they slept in their place. Okay. Everyone, what is it doing? What is, how did I answer our question? What is going on? Like, <laughs> okay, are we going further in the Gemara or you guys want to stop at Chazim? Can you explain by now? Nope. Uh, do you see anything in the Mishnah? Huh? Do you see anything in the Mishnah? Well, the Mishnah I mean, we know that they said it in Hebrew in the Mishnah. It never explained why Brokos and Kol. Have to be. We why said they said it. Well, again, the Mishnah said they said it in Hebrew, right? Right. The mission say that do we do we, are we look is that what we're looking for? Or are we looking for it to be specifically in Hebrew? It started out broke us with all his kids. Then it went into this whole thing with Shah. Right. Then it described the procedure of how it was done. Right. So where do we actually learn from that it has to be said in Hebrew? Because they did it in Hebrew? Good. So I mean I don't so far that's the only thing. Right. So far so all we have in Mishnah is again, until we get to tomorrow, all we have mission is okay, they no, just they said it in Hebrew the mission. No, but again, that's a good point. Let's figure this out. We're learning the mission now. The mission tells us how do we know? Apparently, from here we know it. So simply put, because the mission says in Hebrew, they said in Hebrew. Seems that that's enough to tell us. Now, guys, how are we doing time? We have twenty seven minutes. Should we go further? Is everyone okay? Or is it too much lines? Everyone processing? Want a little break? Take some beer? You're good. Okay, let's roll. So I had your question. Yes, apologize. Question. So, uh, the question is, uh, we doing more or no? They do more, they do more. No, we're getting that. Yes, sorry. So, that means that uh, they did it as it was at all, or they took the stones after the, the road, something like that. And then they, they lifted them up and bring somewhere else and put them in another place. Okay, so ask the question again. Did they bring? They definitely did that. They brought the stones afterwards, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Says the Gemara. Parshas Saita Minolan. How do we know that the parsha of Saita can be said in any language? So basically now Gemara continues asking questions. Yeah, because the Mishnah only only, so only talked about how many things? One. Three. Well, we're talking about the topic of only Hebrew only and three things. Good, for three things, right? For three cases, right? For... Anybody? For three cases. For, um... So we're asking, we're asking which three things do we discuss in the Mishnah that we know where the where we derived from that they can be said only in Hebrew? Uh, they, they, well, only in Hebrew. Which ones do we discuss where we know it from? It's a mission that went into detail. Good. Anybody else? Bikur, right? We said? Echalitza. right? Those three are the only ones we discuss for some reason. Now the Gemara is going to fill in the gaps, okay? Says Gemara. Parashat Minalan. Minalan. Mina, from where Alan to us. Where do we know it from? Because it says in the Pasuk, the Amar Hakayin Leisha, the Kohen says to the woman, says the Gemara, that tells us in any language, that he says. What does that mean? How do you see from the words he says to the woman that you can say it in any language? The Amar Hakayin Leisha. So Rashi says, because it's Mashma, he's talking to her. Right? It means he's talking to her. He wants her to get the message. Right? So that means you talk to the person in the language you understand. Um, Whatever language it takes. He doesn't, he doesn't read, he stops. Right? True. Exactly. Uh, that's very good point. Okay. Okay. Vahamar Akayin Leisha. Okay. The Kayin talks to the woman. Vahal Lashen Shoemer in any language that he says. Meaning, yes, the, the key here is to get her to understand what's going on. Now. This is not Hebrew. Right. Hebrew at all. That's why he can do any language. That's how we know it. Parsha Sait Minalan. Well, okay, because any language he's the one talking, doing talking. But we're saying that any language that he says. Specifically, the point is that she should understand. It's true. Not, not it's true. It's not the language that she speaks. It's the language she understands. No, but it's good point. point what Mordecai said. He talks to her as a point. We could say he reads. Colossians right? Right. That's what I want to ask. It's a good point. It's a good point. Otherwise, it doesn't mean in any sense. We, if she doesn't speak Hebrew. And she, and well, look at the next b'risa. Tanu Rabbanan. Tanu Rabbanan means the rabbis taught. Tanu, it means to teach. Tanu Rabbanan, the rabbis taught. Now this always means we're quoting a b'risa. Okay, everyone know this is in Mishnah b'risa? Mishnah is what's called, Rabbi Yudha took, they had the oral law, it wasn't written down, people were forgetting it, so he wrote it down. He didn't write down all the oral teachings. Every rabbi, rabbi, rabbi would pick a case to tell his students the basic principles of the law. Right? This animal gored that animal, this happened, that happened. Gave a case, taught it down, and they memorized it. Then certain Mishnahis were chosen to be canonized, let's call it, put in the Mishnah. Now there's many, many other oral teachings which were just very similar or, you know, weren't as clear, and they were left out of the Mishnah. But they're always using the Gemara to help clarify what the Mishnah is saying. So, Tanar the Rabbis taught, Abraisa, Mashmi'in Aisa, we have her here. Uh, we can get your English word for this. Mashmi'in. We, li- we, well, we talk to her, basically. right? We, we have her listen. Mashmi'in, I saw, we tell her. Bechalashin, in any language, shehi shemas. That she hears, that she understands. Okay? Now, what do we tell her? So, in the Pasuk, it says, simply, that you tell her to, to, to make her promise she didn't do anything wrong. The Bryson tells us, they, they actually told her four things. 
Okay, the Bible says it cryptically and then they'll explain. Almahi On what? On behalf of what is she drinking? Okay, Almahi U Bame. And in what he is Shaysa is she drinking? On behalf of what she's drinking? And in what, as in from what, which kind of vessel she's drinking? Almeh nitmas, on behalf of what she became tummy, she became impure. Ubameh, and in what he nitmas, is she becoming impure? Now, Rise explains what that means. Almeh hishaysa, on behalf of what does she drink? Al iske, due to the dealings with Kino Vestir. Meaning like this. Why are you here, woman? Why are you drinking this tonight? Now, again, why are they making this proclamation? We'll see in a second. Is it on her behalf of her or for everyone listening? Well, the point is, they make a statement. They say, you know why you're here today and doing this process of Saita? Because of Kino Vestira. Kino means her husband warned her not to be with this guy. And Stira, she secluded herself with this man. Okay, this act. Yeah, jealousy. It means he told her. Stira means to be Saita, to be hiding yourself. She secluded herself. Okay? She got herself into the situation of drinking the waters of Saita because she got her husband, you know, jealous, and she secluded herself. Uba meh, and in what he shayse is she drinking? Bemekida, in a jug, shalcheres of earthenware. A very they used a very, so to speak, degrading jug to make her feel like she's a, like I mean to symbolize that she did an animal-like behavior. She's drinking from what an animal drinks from. Okay, that's the first two things. So we make this proclamation. The reason around the Marsha tells us is because when the site that happened, it was done in a very public place. It was meant to kind of give the message that people should kind of not do this kind of stuff. So they would announce that first of all, she's here today because of this, and she's going to drink from this vessel, which is this. What else? Next. Alma nitmaas. On behalf of what did she become impure? Al iske due to the dealings of schaik, of frivolity, the yaldus and childishness means she acted immature. She acted, she had, she was playing around with people, right? She was acting, she was lightheaded with men. Okay. Now the last thing we tell her is he nitmas, through which things does she become tamid? B'shegig, whether it was by mistake, by b'mezim, or on purpose. Ba'inus, was it forced, or Baratzin, was it willing? Meaning as follows. Right? There's a halakha like this. A woman who is forced, or a woman who did it by mistake. Now, wasn't a woman who did it by mistake? And she got tricked her. Yeah. I told her her husband died. Right? Something like that. into a dark room. That, that, that would be Ba'inus. That would be rape. Right? That's different. That's forced. Yeah, I'm going to you details of your story. Okay, I'm going to your story. But the point is, one second. Yeah. The point is, there's Shagig, which is a mistake. It means that she tricked her. He fooled her at some point. Or she was she was forced. Okay, those two obviously sight is not going to kill her, and that's why we tell her you should know that if it was this or that, it's not it's not going to be she's not going to be harmed by the water. If it was amazing and it was unwillingly, okay, then it will. Says the Mishnah. Why do we need to say that? If it works, it works. Doesn't work, doesn't work. We call kach lama and all this for what? Shalai not lahotzi to bring out laz, which is laz means like a bad name. Kind of, um, that's what I'm looking for. Laz, laz, um, slander. Okay? Al mayim on the water, hamar on the bitter waters. Okay? Meaning, the woman knows that she was with somebody. Now she was tricked. She was shaking. She drinks some inside that she's fine. She's like, hey, this is not a big deal. She'll do it next time willingly. 
So therefore we say no. The main shaita does not work unless it was done willingly, and therefore, if it ever happens again, it was willingly, the main shaita will kill you. Okay? So, any questions? No, the second bites are just telling you all the halachas, yeah, of, of, of shaita. Of all the things you tell her in all languages. Okay. Um, 